0: Welcome to Startup Mirror Podcast from Berlin, Germany. Today we keep unleashing the potential of self-determined people across the world. My name is Nastasha Velasco.
1: And my name is Ramon Trujillo. Today we are going to discuss a fascinating subject for all entrepreneurs interested in creating or escalating their business in Tunis. This is the Tunis Human Talent Pool. In order to do that, we will interview one of the top mentors at Impact Mentoring team in Tunis. And two wonderful entrepreneurs from Tunis.
0: But before we begin, let us introduce Startup Meter.
2: Hi, my name is Jan. I'm Director of Startup Meter. We measure startup ecosystems on a city level. We do this by 84 indicators, which we comprise in a Startup Friendliness Index, short SFI. You can find the
1: results under startup-meter.org. Thank you, Jan, for introducing us to the Startup Meter. Now we are ready to talk about Tunis.
0: For our first podcast, we want to talk about a place where Impact has been very active in the last couple of years. And this is Tunis, which actually in our friendliness index comes in in the third place in this ranking. Uh, In order just to learn a little bit more about Tunis, we invited an amazing mentor from the Impact team, His name is Mike Doherty, and he's going to talk uh, a little bit about how the entrepreneurs are in Tunis and how this program has played out in the case of Tunis. Uh, Hi, Mike. We have you on air. How are you? Welcome. I am good. How are you? (laughs) Fine. We're very happy that you're here with us. Um, we would like for you to please share with the audience um, who you are, what you have been doing with Impact, and a little bit of how the entrepreneurs are this. Sure, sure thing.
3: Uh, my name is Mike Doherty. I uh, currently live in Berlin and uh, participated in the Impact program last year and actually the year before. So I've had a little experience with the program. Um, prior to moving to Berlin, I was a venture capitalist in Silicon Valley, and upon moving to Berlin, I've been working in the startup ecosystem, primarily supporting uh, startups with pitch coaching and business uh, planning and, and helping them do funding, uh, raise funding.
0: Wow, so you have been in the Silicon Valley and now in Berlin. <laughs> That's quite amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's a fun, fun journey.
0: Fun journey. So, Mike, tell us a little bit how how was your experience um, with entrepreneurs in Tunis?
3: Tunis entrepreneurs are great. I mean, I, there is so much energy, and I think the thing that stands out the most for me um, about the experience was just how proud they were. Um, when we went to Tunis, everybody wanted to show me their city and show me around and show me what they were working on. Um, they were all very proud of what was going on, what they were accomplishing. Um, so. They were just hardworking, dedicated um, entrepreneurs who just are going to get it done.
0: Okay, okay. so that's pretty interesting. And and how do you found the entrepreneurship ecosystem? Do you found something interesting while you were mentoring in Tunis for you as a mentor?
3: I mean, the, the talent pool is great. And like I said, they're very dedicated, hardworking. They have some challenges where... Um, I don't believe that the funding environment is as mature as we see, obviously, in Europe and the U.S. So, you know, the idea of raising money is very difficult because there are limited places where they can raise money from. Um, So those are some of the things that they still have to overcome as they work through building this ecosystem.
0: Okay, so the financial, um, the funding uh, can be a challenge for these entrepreneurs then? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Mike, if some entrepreneurs from Berlin uh, wanted to go to Tunis, uh, would this be an easy, uh, yeah, an easy choice to take? Uh, would would that be easy to do?
3: Um, it would depend. Obviously, um, you know, the, the primary language in Tunis is French, mm-hmm. so it helps if you have that as a, a tool in your language capabilities. If not, English is obviously uh, the second and, and uh, used widely. Um, it would probably make sense to go to Tunis if there is some sort of uh, collaboration and/or um, market reason to go to Tunis. Um, you know, it's a very nice place, but just simply to go for the sake of going is probably not enough. There probably would need to be a market interest. Um, or something that, some form of collaboration between the two
0: locales. Okay, so the language and to have uh, a good collaboration and ground can be uh, a smooth ways maybe to enter this ecosystem if an entrepreneur is interested on it. That's great. Uh, For another perspective, do you think a venture capitalist uh, should, should be interested in you know, the entrepreneurship activity that is going on in Tudis?
3: Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of exciting things going on. There's um, a lot of folks coming out of the university with some great ideas. Um, and I think that the MENA region and the Arab speaking world, you know, there's lots of opportunities to be had there. Um, and Tunis would be a great sort of starting point for entering into those avenues.
0: Amazing. And Mike, uh, anyone that want to follow your path, for example, that wants to be a great mentor of entrepreneurs, uh, do you think uh, Tunis offers the possibility to grow as a mentor, um, to engage in great challenges? What do you think about this environment as a mentor?
3: Um, you know, I think we've, we've, we've seen that in the Tunis environment where there are a lot of folks that have been successful, are uh, more than willing and uh, happy to give back through the form of mentorship and other programs. So there's some great programs there um, that are supported by mentors. There's mentors, obviously, within Tunis and with uh, in programs such as Impact that love the region and are more than happy to support those entrepreneurs.
0: Great, Mike. Well, um, I would love for you just to end up uh, sharing with our audience. What has been more regard, uh, regarding for you uh, as a mentor in terms of um, the experiences that you have had? What has been great for you? You know, uh, what, what do you like about all this uh, experience as a mentor? Um, you
3: know, within Tunis or just in general?
0: I would like within Tunis and in general. You know, we're very uh, okay. pleased to have you. <laughs> um,
3: I mean, the, the great thing about was a lot of what we're offering is still relatively new to their uh, ecosystem. So they actually very much appreciate what you're doing and very much are interested in what you have to say. Um, you know, when we live in Europe or, or having been in the U.S., a lot of the folks, they've heard it, they've seen it. Um, they're less excited, Um there's still an excitement in, in the startup community, which is, is just a, a great sort of refresher. We all get a little sort of jaded when we've been doing this too long, and it's just nice to see people who are genuinely engaged and genuinely excited about the opportunities.
0: Great. Mike, if I'm an entrepreneur or, or someone that is um, anxious to you know about Tuna's ecosystem and more also about entrepreneurship, how can I contact you? Could you give us your details?
3: Sure. Um, my, obviously, my name is Mike Darty, and I work with uh, Darty & Associates, which is uh, if you search that on Google, you should find us, we're in Berlin, um, and we can be found through the Impact page, I believe, as well, and through some of the Impact uh, Facebook activities.
0: Amazing. It has been an honor to have you, Mike. We're very happy that you shared this experience with us, and we're looking forward in the future just to tap uh, a little bit more into your knowledge. Thank you for being in the Thank podcast. You for me. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for having me.
1: Bye-bye.
0: That was a great
1: interview, Ramon. That's right, Nastasha. Now, it is important to give a little bit of context to our audience about Tunis. After the Arab Springs, Tunis is still recovering. For the moment being, social and private initiatives are gaining relevance at the city level. I mean, as an alternative to create new jobs and boost the local economy. It is true that Tunis is creating the basis for a sustained growth, Defying the odds with innovative proposals from entrepreneurs and from startups. Yes, the future looks bright, but uh, there's yet a long way to go.
0: You're right, Ramon. There's yet a long way to go. Tunis talent pool as seen through the Startup Friendliness Index, or SFI, scores 34.7%. And what does that mean? It means that when considering workforce constraint, skilled workers, total universities, university students, tertiary education, and research and expenditure, Tunis is performing around the 35% of its potential. Now, what are the main opportunities for improvement in this area? According to the SFI, the reduction of the high workforce constraint and to increase the research and development expenditures are areas for improvement in the case of Tunis. From the different indicators that compose the human talent pool, these are the two that evidence the lowest result. Now, Ramon, could you detail quickly uh, the different indicators that are part of the human talent pool in the SFI?
1: Okay, sure. So, first of all, the workforce is perceived as a constraint by local firms. But at the same time, we discovered that the number of skilled workers in Tunis is high. And that brings some questions. Does the type of worker do not match the skills that firms need to do their business? Secondly, the total number of universities in the city is low. But at the same time, the number of university students and the tertiary education enrollment rate is not that low in comparison to other cities. So here's the question. Does Tunis need more universities? I mean, compared to other cities in the same region, the city is already producing enough talent. And finally, research and development expenditure is yet low. Only 0.68% as the proportion of the GDP is spent on research and development. And that is not really that much. Does Tunis need to spend more money on research and development to attract investors? Or does attracting more investors will then boost the spending on research and development? You know, this is a chicken or egg problem.
0: Yeah, you're right. And wow, Ramon, those are a lot of questions. uh, But you kill it. Great information. This would be Super useful for any entrepreneur, venture capitalist, or anyone interested in the entrepreneurship ecosystem of Tunis.
1: Yeah, good. So I think now we are ready to interview our guest entrepreneur. Yes we are. Okay, we are receiving now Sabrine Ibrahim. Welcome Sabrina. Hello,
4: Natasha.
0: Hello, everyone. Yay, we have you. We're so happy to have you. Please, Sabrina, introduce yourself and your company for the audience.
4: Yeah, I'm Sabrina Rahim. I'm an entrepreneur from Tunisia. So I'm uh, the CEO and the co-founder of INVEST. INVEST is a tech Tunisian startup who is helping kids in the MENA region, kids in elementary education, to to enjoy learning. So, uh, we provide them with um, with video games, educational video games, and interactive content that transform the, co- the curriculum to um, an exciting and an immersive experience.
0: Wow, Serena yeah. that sounds like a social entrepreneurship. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, <laughs> so, yeah, it's really an, an exciting experience um, mixing technology, social, and um, education. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Yes, we, we, we can listen to that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina, tell
0: us a little bit what is to be an entrepreneur in Tunisia.
3: Hmm.
4: Well, um, I think that um, Angel, an entrepreneur who um, is someone um, persevering, who is trying to transform um, an opportunity or a problem to a business opportunity. Mm. So um, I think also that um, he's a person who um, has passion, who is hard worker, and who wants and he know how to work with people and to get the best from everyone he's looking, who he is working with.
0: Amazing, Sabrina. Do you think um, it is hard or it is easy to be an entrepreneur in Tunisia? Uh,
4: I I think that it's a little bit... um Difficult and hard to be a Tunisia a Tunisian entrepreneur because you can understand we are we still are an emerging country So we uh, still have a lot of challenges here um, in the ecosystem uh, uh, with the administration with the government also, it's really hard to um, start um, to Start locally and uh, to um, to share your product to share your services with other um, customers in in the um, region or in the international scale so i think that it's really uh, more difficult for tunisians to um, to be entrepreneur
0: okay so you would say that some of the challenges are maybe the administration and the uh, the scaling up process Yes. Okay. Yes. And what are some advantages of being an entrepreneur in Tunisia? Are there advantages? Uh,
4: what are the? Uh, uh, well, um, I think that uh, we are really lucky in Tunisia because we have a, really a strong community of entrepreneurs. So. All the people um, in the entrepreneurship ecosystem are working together and we are trying to support each other and trying to figure out how we could go forward, how we could enhance this ecosystem, how we could create opportunity for each other. So I think this is, this is a very um, important thing and we are lucky about that.
0: Wow, amazing. So you guys have a strong community. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Sabrina, is it hard to get human talent um, into your business? Mm-hmm. Is it a challenge, or is something easy to find—the human talent that you need for your business?
4: In general, I consider that it's really very hard to, for a startup to find the right talent to join to um, to its team first, because you know, um, at the beginning, it's really you, you need a great talent. You need good people to help you to build your, uh, your company. So first you have to find the right people and it's really hard to, uh, convince them to, uh, to join you because you're just starting your, um, your company and they they really, maybe they found other, and greater opportunity, bigger company. So this is the first point. The second, um. In Tunisia, uh, as I said, we are now developing educational video games and um, the gaming industry is really uh, something new in Tunisia. So we, we have some challenges to find the right people and to find the, the right talent. So we have really uh, a big challenges maybe um, as a startup and then as a startup working in the gaming industry
0: okay okay thank you sabrina someone that wants to go to tunisia and to do business in your industry uh Mm -hmm. what would you recommend them uh
4: well uh first um i recommend any entrepreneur to um to study the market and to study the need of their customers very well and try to be close to uh, to the customers and to understand them and what they are looking for first, then um, then to to have the right uh, the right team to find a great uh, co-founder who could support who could uh, help uh, to face all the challenges um, of the startup and then to to be surrounded with the right people to maybe create um to create a small network of um, of mentors um, that that's why i joined impact so um, it's really important to to be surrounded with the right people with the right people who have already a great experience and they could help us with their experience at the right time
0: that sounds amazing. You definitely had the best mentors in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah,
4: we, we still, we still in touch with them, and um, till today they are, they, we, we got some advice from them. They are already uh, all the time here when we need them. So yeah, it's very great. It was a great experience, and still
0: amazes amazing. Arena we to a capital I investor. What would you tell them? Would you invite them to invest in Tunisia? And why?
4: Yeah, because um, I think today Tunisia are, are, is attracting a lot of um, investors because we have a great, um, a great potential of innovation. A lot of people, uh, a lot of youth, creative people uh, who are, starting their uh, business and launching their startups and uh, things are really moving very fast so if they are really looking for um, great opportunities to invest and uh, they are looking to great um, business opportunity I encourage them to uh, come in Tunisia and to, um, and to speak to the Tunisian uh, entrepreneurs
0: amazing, amazing Sabrina amazing, amazing. Well, Sabrina, could you uh, end by telling us some of the lessons that you could give other entrepreneurs that you have learned? Mm-hmm.
4: Um, let's say um, the main lesson that I learned is to, uh, to learn um, all the time, to be open, to listen uh, to all the feedback that you get from, um, from people, from customers, from um, advisors, mentors, from your team as well, and um, to learn all the, all the time to try to enhance your skills um, and, um, and try to push yourself forward every day um, to be better and better
0: amazing Serene we were we're so honored that we have you in the program could you give your contact to anyone that can read that wants to reach out to you
4: yeah so uh, anyone who wants to contact me uh, uh, can find me on first LinkedIn in Ibrahim or he can uh, send us uh, an email uh, through uh, our email address, uh, We uh, anyone can find all our contacts on our uh, website, which is uh, invest.tn.
0: Perfect, Samarine. We will make sure okay. also to put your contact available uh, under the podcast for the audience to reach out to you. Thank, you, thank you for being with
4: thank us. You. Was, thank you, Natasha. It was really... Um, it was really
0: exciting for me to share my experience with you. No, we are honored. We are honored, Sabrina. Thank you. The honor for me. Thank you,
4: Natasha. Great time.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.
2: This was an amazing interview. Thank you so much, Sabrine, for answering our questions and sharing with us your experiences. A big thank you also to Ramon and Nastasha from NPECT's Startup Meter team for setting up this first episode of a podcast. It's time to wrap up. What did we learn in this episode about Tunis entrepreneurs and Tunis startup ecosystem? First, from Mike, entrepreneurs in Tunis are energetic, proud of their city and their projects. They are hardworking, dedicated, and enthusiastic. They have a clear can-do attitude. There's an entrepreneurial mindset of enthusiasm and a positive attitude in the startup community overall. With a certain maturity on the business level and business environment, what is still a challenge is finding appropriate funding. If you want to enter the market, you need some basics for a smooth landing. Learn the language, know your collaborators on the ground, acknowledge the ecosystem's limitations to avoid problems. Second, from our SFI data, our startup friendliness index, we see that Tunis still needs to boost its talent pool. A holistic approach is required. Talent and the skills have to respond to the local demand and the local needs. The education system, as well as offer trainings, should further support entrepreneurship and corresponding skills. Third. Being an entrepreneur in an emerging country like Tunisia is a challenge, giving the administrative burden and the limited channels for scaling. Networks and access to people, know-how and knowledge become key elements of success. As much as you need a good team and, of course, a sustainable business model. Sabrine further told us, continuous learning, listening, enhancement of skills and a general improvement orientation are crucially important as well. Well, those are the lessons. We hope you enjoyed our episode as much as we enjoyed making it. If you want to learn more about ANPAC, visit us in downtown Tunis in our startup house at 71 Avenue Jean Jaurès. And if you want to learn more about Startup Meter, visit us on our website under www startup-meter.org. Let's keep on unleashing people's potential by joining us and listening to the next episode. Thank you and bye-bye.